So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at So We Met Online. So, we met online. We actually met on Bumble. I was looking forward to this date. It was sort of a long time coming, the first date, because I had been traveling a lot for both fun and work-related things. I still loved my opener to him. I said, you seem like just my brand of weird. (laughs) And he said, that might be the nicest thing anyone has said to me. And I thought, all right, this is someone I could like. I like people who are a little bit eccentric, you know, a little quirky. And there was something about him I just thought seemed quirky. And like I said, my brand of quirk. So anyway, we scheduled this date for a few weeks out, which normally I wouldn't do. But again, I was traveling a lot. We met on a Friday at 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. for happy hour. The first thing he says to me is, oh, what were you doing in Denver and New York? <laughs> like, how, I was traveling. I said, how did, how did you know I was in Denver and New York? He's like, oh, well, it says on Bumble. <laughs> so Bumble tracks you, yeah. and it says what city you're in at the bottom. So clearly he was checking out my profile, not infrequently. On the one hand, flattered. On the other, creeped. Yeah, I mean, I've looked at profiles before on and off, but I never really paid close attention to where they're currently at and thought, oh my gosh, they're... Even if you did, though, would you ask them about that? No, probably not. (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Yeah. I was like, I was in Denver and New York. So we're sitting, having a nice chat, and I didn't say in my Bumble profile what I do for a living, that I'm a dating coach. Mm -hmm. Because it's always interesting how people react to that. I mean, obviously, I am going to use the tools I'm best at (laughs) when I am single. And, you know, unless you're with the first person you ever met in your life, everyone will be single at a certain point. Mm -hmm. About 20 minutes into a date, because it's in Washington, D.C., what do you do? What do you do? You know, so he asks me what I do for a living, and I tell him about my job. And, you know, obviously, mind blown. (laughs) He's asking me a million questions about it in a fascinating way. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a really good indication to me what kind of person this is because I've had, and and I've talked about the reactions I've gotten sometimes when I tell people I'm a dating coach, a good reaction is, wow, you're an entrepreneur. You've been doing this for eight years. You must have interesting stories. A bad reaction, I know I've told the story, is when they turn it all about themselves. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to write about me. You're going yeah. to talk about me. And the reality of it is the more they do that, yeah, I probably yeah. <laughs> I probably will talk about them. Yeah, I get the same thing when I post about the podcast. And then all of a sudden, I've had two women, you know, not recently, but say, Oh, you're just doing research on me and how rude of you. Yeah, I get that all the time. But it's like, we got to live a life too. So I'm sharing all about my job. He's asking questions. And at about 545, I feel my phone ring. It was in my coat pocket. And obviously, I'm not going to answer it. It's a date and I don't want to be rude. And I feel a text. But like, that could be anyone. Technically, I'm still working. I post my work hours at 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Of course, I could be doing anything in those hours, but technically it was still during my work hours. So, you know, it could have been a client. I don't know who it is. So I let it go. And about 30 minutes later, I feel it buzz again. And this time I think maybe I should check this thing. I don't know. So I ask my date. I say, would you mind if I check my phone? Technically, I'm still working and I want to make sure it's just not an emergency. Right. So he says, of course. 
So, like, you know when we say, let me just make sure it's not an emergency. It's never actually an emergency. Usually it's your friend being like, hey, dude, what's up? Or whatever it is, you know, we want to grab a drink. So I pull my phone out, you know, nonchalantly thinking it's going to be my mom or something. Love you, mom. And I see these words, these actual words verbatim on my phone (laughs) from a client. (laughs) You don't know what I'm going to say. Don't laugh yet. I can only anticipate. (laughs) I see the words, call me, this is an emergency. (laughs) And I'm like, I've never actually, I had literally just said, let me just see if it's an emergency. But everybody says that. But then when I see the words, call me, this is an emergency. I'm like, oh my God. So I showed my date. I'm like, look, it's a real emergency. (laughs) So I call my client and this client, I had set up a date for him that day, a first date at six o'clock. He called me the first time at 5.45 when I didn't answer. He called me the second time at 6.15 when I did call him. So I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, is there something wrong with the date? Did she not show up? Are they at the wrong location? I'm worried at this point, right, that there's something with the date. So I call him and he's in a panic. He's going on a mile a minute. He says he was getting ready for the date. And he heard a commotion in the living room of his apartment. And he comes out to see one of his pet birds <sighs> laying on the ground with a broken leg. Oh. And look, I'm a pet owner and I would do anything for my pets. But when he's, he's saying this to me on the phone, I'm just, <sighs> I'm like, the birds, I, I don't know what to do with this information. Bird down. Right? So he's like, I had to rush to the emergency vet and I wanted to get in touch with my date to tell her I wasn't going to show up because I wanted to make sure she didn't think I stood her up. Now, the background is he met this woman on OkCupid. He had actually come, my client had actually come into my office that day to have a coaching session. And in that coaching session, we changed his account information, his login information Mm -hmm. on OkCupid so that I could log into his account too, you know, so we could look at it together. Well... He's in a panic. He can't remember the new login information. And he had given her his phone number and asked for hers in advance in case an emergency Uh comes up. And she said, on OkCupid, I'm not comfortable giving my number. Hmm. So let's just meet. I can check OkCupid, no problem. So now my client doesn't have his date's phone number. He can't remember the login information on his account because we had just changed it. And he was calling me to see if I could log into his account to cancel on her and apologize profusely. (laughs) So the whole thing. So luckily, she was able to respond quickly. She was very gracious about it. But he felt terrible, of course. I felt terrible. The birds, I mean, the whole thing. Now, at this point, I'm hitting mute every few seconds while he's talking and because my date is looking at me being like oh my god and he doesn't know he only hears my side of a story so I'm like Cosmo and Squeakers what is going on anyway so finally I hang up I tell my client I'll check in on him later I mean I love that he's racing to the emergency vet and so worried about canceling on this like he's a good guy Mm -hmm. you know so I hang up the phone and my date who had just learned about my job what 20 minutes before, looks at me and he goes, you have the best job ever. (laughs) I'm like, I know, that's true. And he goes, I have to tell my friends that story. And I said, I think you're obligated to tell your friends that story. It's it's too good. Everything is fine with the date. I tell my client, don't worry about that. Worry about your birds. And we'll figure out the date stuff later. Sure. So 
later in the evening, my client gets in touch with me that he's back at home. And I call him just to make sure everything's okay because he was pretty rattled. Turns out one bird had uncharacteristically attacked the other bird, which... Look, I don't know anything about bird relationships, but I know, <laughs> I know Scruffy has been attacked before, and I raced him to the emergency vet. Our upstairs neighbor attacked Scruffy once, not the, not, not the person, the dog, and Scruffy couldn't open one of his eyes. And I got to tell you, I ran him to the emergency vet because when it's your pet, sure. you do what you need to do. Yeah. I just, I can't relate to birds as a pet. I'm trying to really hard because I want to have as much empathy as possible, but I get the pet thing. So... Anyway, I check in later. The birds are fine. They're like separated for a little bit. One has a gash. The next day, my client sent me a picture of the birds. They're besties again. It's all good. And luckily, the woman was able to reschedule the date. And they went out. And they're actually going on a second date soon. And it's funny. I thought of all people, she might actually be pretty sympathetic about this. Because Mm -hmm. one of her profile pictures had her at some sort of bird sanctuary (laughs) with one of those gloves on with one of those big birds on her hand Mm. so i thought of all the people he had to cancel on because he had to take them to the emergency vet she was the one to be told that squeakers and cosmo were not okay so my date has since told at least two friends he told me about this story even though i wouldn't recommend you know checking your phone too much during a first date or any date. In this case, it was obviously good that I checked my phone and I'm glad everyone's okay, but I got to tell you, that phone call not only impacted my client and his date, but it impacted mine and I think for the better. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. uh, (laughs) Isn't that a good story? That's a pretty good story, yeah. So how about if we take a break, come back, talk a little bit more about different aspects of the story. (laughs) There are so many. Okay, we'll be right back. (laughs) We wanted to take a moment and thank you, our loyal listeners and new followers, for making our podcast so successful. We have passed over 50 episodes now, and we are celebrating the start of our fourth season. That means more crazy dating stories, more amazing advice, and more opportunities for you to get involved. You can connect with us throughout social media, all at So We Met Online, and you can now listen to the show on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and even Spotify. Be sure to hit the subscribe button and look forward to joining us every other week for another new episode of So We Met Online. There are a few things we could talk about here. We could talk about dates getting interrupted. Yeah. We can talk about last-minute cancellations. Yeah. We can talk about why you should give a phone number before the date in case there's an emergency or in case somebody is running late. Yeah. I think that's it. That's probably all we can talk about. It's interesting because the first thing that did come to mind when you were sharing that story was why the woman didn't give her phone number to her date. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she said she was uncomfortable. So here's what I recommend as the coach. I recommend planning the entire date on the dating site or app. Because for some reason, there is more of a sense of urgency when you're on the app. Once you switch to text, I, you know this, I call texting the death of the first date because inevitably something goes wrong over text and the date doesn't happen. Now, once you arrange the date over the site or the app, then I do recommend exchanging phone numbers a day or two before, not for texting purposes, but actually saying this language. In case you need to reach me on Monday, 
here's my number. What's yours? He did that and said, in case you need to reach me, here's my number. And she wrote back, I'm not comfortable giving my phone number before the date. I can check this site just as easily. Yeah. And so, I mean, taking her at her word, I will say she did check the the site very quickly because she got the message. Yeah. You kind of want to say, well, why didn't she give the phone number? But then on the flip side, he should have been able to log in easier. I know. know, I felt terrible. I mean, we had changed it hours before the date because he came in and we were talking about how I wanted to make sure I could access the account too. Thank goodness I could. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing. That also leads me to another type of question related to emergencies and phone number sharing and location and you even kind of acknowledged that you know your date kind of knew (laughs) was tracking where you were right how often do you let somebody else know where you're going to be before you go on a first date i never do why not because i'm going to a public place and my phone's juiced up Okay, but do, you, but do you think that there are people out there that are telling their best friend, okay, I'm going out with this guy named Chris, he looks like this, and we're going to go here, so if you don't hear from me, you I know. Think, I think some do. I think people newer to online dating, or obviously just anyone who's more skeptical about it would do that, but I don't encourage people to do that. I don't discourage, but mm-hmm. I, it's not something I recommend because that assumes something bad. I mean, you can't go in assuming someone is going to be bad. In this case, use your common sense. Meet in a public place. Don't have somebody pick you up for a first date. Make sure your cell phone is charged. Keep your wits about you. But that also goes then into the call me in the middle of the date and check in. And if it's bad, I can use the excuse, oh, I'm sorry, my sister-in-law is in the hospital. Yeah, that happened to a client of mine recently. And unfortunately, I had to be the bearer of bad news because it smelled fishy to me. Right. He went on a coffee date. I, of course, asked how it went afterwards. And he said it was fine until her sister called and had a cooking incident. (laughs) And she had to immediately leave. A cooking incident. That makes sense. Maybe it was literally fishy, but he was like, oh, that was too bad. I hope her sister's okay. Maybe I should check in on her. And look, I don't want to be the cynic here, but everything led to it sounding fake. And unfortunately, look, I didn't want to be right in this situation. You know those things where you tell someone something and you're like, I hope I am not right. And I asked him, did it sound real to you? Right. And he said, I don't know. (laughs) You know? Sure. And I said, well, do follow up and see how her sister is. Because if it's true, which I hope it is, then she'll appreciate that. Right. He did follow up. And, of course, she never wrote back to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another, you know, kind of theme of this story is, you know, in this particular case, we have a legitimate emergency that transpired and created a conflict both in your date (laughs) and in the... You know, and and in your client's date. But how often are dates interrupted for... Any reason. Any reason and and not really emergencies. But, I mean, we could could list off all of the valid reasons like, oh, the babysitter or the kids or something comes up and or, or you get sick during the middle of a date or, you know, any number of valid reasons. But there's just as many not valid reasons right. why people are just not into the date and they come up with some excuse and bail. I can't encourage people enough 
not to come up with an excuse and bail because it's just, it's not nice. Wait out the one drink or coffee or whatever you're doing or for you, three-course meal, and and then leave when there's a natural breaking point. Right. Don't come up with some crazy excuse because what happens is when you give that crazy excuse, the person doesn't know you're not interested. They assume the excuse is true. They'll keep following up for the rest of eternity thinking you still want to meet. So honesty is the best policy. I'm just thinking about how my date was interrupted by a client's date getting interrupted. (laughs) It's so meta. Yeah, right? (laughs) I once had to leave a date in the middle, not because I wasn't enjoying myself, but because, okay, look, I know in, in one of our episodes, it's the long distance relationship episode, we talked about how I was having some tummy troubles. <laughs> anyway, we'll just call it gastric issues. <laughs> That's a recurring theme in my life. Have you ever done 23andMe or any of those ancestry tests? Nope. Well, on 23andMe, in addition to telling you your ancestry, it tells you your health I mean, it tells you whether you're a carrier or you have variants for certain diseases, but it also predicts things for you. Hmm. And 23andMe predicts that I'm lactose intolerant, Hmm. which I probably should see the correlation between eating too much cheese and and my my belly hurting, (laughs) but I refuse to pay attention to it. So I was on this one date in New York and we went out for ice cream. And uh, you probably already know where this is going, but we were eating our ice cream, walking through Washington Square Park, enjoying ourselves, having a nice chat. This was not a first date, so luckily I already knew this person. But at some point in the middle of the date, look, we're outside. There are no restrooms. So I I said, I'm having a great time, um, but I'm going to have to go now. And he's like, well, I don't understand. Like, we're having a night. And I'm like, I know we are, but... mm, But I have to go. But I have to go. And I I wanted to be coy, you know. I'm like, oh, my stomach isn't feeling great. And he's like, okay, like, that's really too bad. I thought we were – and I'm like, no, 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 all is good. I just have to go. And finally, he pushed so hard. Sometimes I just can't help myself. And I go, you want to know? I have to poop. (laughs) And he was like, oh, go immediately (laughs) because men don't think women poop. You know, that was a date that got interrupted. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any major interruption stories. I've I've had women cut dates short for various reasons. Did they ever make up something like that? I hope not. I'm sure they have. I you know I I can't tell you if what they said was honest or not. There was never a time where I was like, well, this is a little weird or fishy. Right. But I think, as you mentioned previously, I think you can kind of tell, especially when you contact them back and say, hey, you know, let's pick up this date another right. time or you know, how are you doing or whatever, and you don't hear back, then you kind of have your answer, right? I think, as you also said, the legitimate dates that get interrupted, they are then genuinely interested in seeing each other. Sure, or at least we'll follow up and say yeah. thank you for checking in. Right. I The most recent one that I can think of that happened with me um, was in Southern California, where I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't rain that often. Right. But when it does rain... All things stop. Like (laughs) traffic stops, people stop. It's like rain, Armageddon, (laughs) right? I mean, it's like people are just, they don't go out of the house. For those of you on the East Coast where it starts to snow and you got like two feet of snow and you're out there shoveling, you're like, rain? Like we're in a blizzard here. Yes. (laughs) In California, when it rains, everything stops. 
So I was on my way to a date once and it was raining out and the rain was pretty bad. And I got a text message because I'm sitting in traffic uh, on my way to the date. And I got a text message from her saying, uh, there's just too much rain. I think we should have a rain check. <laughs> okay, that's actually kind of funny. So I said, okay, yeah, I sure. You know, what are you, you going to say? I, yeah. It, it's better for her to have said that on my way to the date than actually get there and then, you know. On the flip side, that has happened as well. Again, Southern California, it's raining. <laughs> I had a date. Uh, we were together. We had some plans. As soon as it started raining, she was like, Oh, I'm not going out in the rain. And, you know, she was Will a little... melt? Yeah. I mean... that, yeah, that was her mentality around it. And so I was like, well, what are we going to do? And she's like, well, I'm not really sure what we can do. But, you know, I don't want to go out in the rain. I just want to stay in. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really feel like staying in. We had just kind of, you know, met. So we weren't really there yet or anything. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just go home. So I went home. So in that case, the rain interrupted the date. The rain interrupted my going to the date one time and interrupted the date completely another time. Whatever. That's the worst of my stories. Like I said, all the other times that I think things got cut short, Mm -hmm. they were just not into the date. They just weren't interested. They wanted to, you know, cut it short. So they came up with an excuse to cut it short. I've never had anyone give an excuse I did have someone once in the middle of the date, I had to get up to use the restroom. And by the time I had gotten out, he had paid the check and was standing (laughs) up with his coat on. Yeah, yeah. So I'll never know. Yeah, I've I've had similar things like that as well. And um, you definitely, you know, I think when you're not feeling a date, you'll do a lot of different things to try to accelerate the pace (laughs) to uh, get out of there faster. But... Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting topic when you consider that there, there are legitimate reasons. And when we talk about emergencies, you know, just having different emergencies that might materialize to have legitimate reasons for interruptions and dates. And I think probably our listeners have more great stories. I'm sure. So, yeah, feel free to leave your messages on Facebook or uh, send us a message through Facebook can always do that chris or i will get back to you i am happy to report the birds are doing a-okay that's great thank you all for listening especially you cosmo and squeakers 